What's up, Miss Red listeners? Okay, so this week is going to be a little different. I actually want to bring a clip to your attention. And I know that I typically talk, but um, before I play this clip, um, I I do want to say this. Um, I want to share with you um, how my weekend been, kind of give you some insight on that. And then I'm going to walk you into this situation. Okay, so Friday, my daughter graduated from the University of Kentucky, woohoo! which I'm very proud of her. Then Saturday, me and my best friend drove down to Navarre Beach in Florida, which is near Fort Walton, and we attended our best friend's wedding. Also, I came back to attend a wait, well, a viewing um, right when I got back because my cousin passed away who was the same age as me, um, she passed away last Tuesday. And so yesterday, the celebration of her life was on Monday. Now, you're hearing that, you're probably like, whoa, I know you are completely tired, exhausted. I'm going to be honest with you. Yes, um, I am. It was hard. Emotions have been everywhere. I have laughed. I have cried. I have asked God to give me strength. Why am I sharing this with you? I have always wondered why, um, you know, like that one weekend, there's like literally nothing going on. And then boom, it could literally be everything. Y'all, life is lifing. <laughs> it's happening. And we are not in control of anything. However, I stand in my awe of just all that God continues to do. How he kept us safe in travel. How he allowed me to see my daughter graduate from college. How he even comfort and comforting my family. Yes, I cried. I broke down because that initial, my cousin's not here anymore or your loved one, it hurts. And it's definitely okay to grieve. It's definitely okay to cry. And it's definitely okay to not be okay. And so when I got back Sunday, I'm literally, y'all, I'm not a coffee drinker, but I've always been like this very outgoing, bubbly personality. So when I got back, I was like still on this adrenaline to just keep going. So I needed to go. Of course, it's another situation where I have to go and go to the laundromat right now while I'm waiting on a piece to come from Amazon. Now, remind you, my bank account been getting hacked, y'all, for the last few months. So Amazon, I finally got the piece that I needed. Amazon has closed my account because they need to verify a purchase. (laughs) I want to scream. I want to scream. I want to say, what the crap? But then you got Miss Red who comes on here every week and I'm giving you nothing but positivity, telling you to push and telling you to do this. And I'm going to continue to tell you because I'm doing it right now. And no, we are not the same. But giving up and allowing all of this to just like flatten me, where am I going to win? How will I win? What will come out of that? So I went to the laundromat. While I was at the laundromat, someone brought um, a video to my attention. 
Now, you guys, I'm about to take a turn. I'm about to take you to why I need to play this clip for you. Now, listen, take politics out of it. Take it out. Shut off religion. I need you to listen to this video clip with an open mind. This is not to attack anybody. This is only to bring awareness to you. Even though we're busy, life is lifing, things are happening. We still need to be aware of the shift that has taken place in our atmosphere. The reason why Miss Red needs you, yes, the one that's listening to me right now, I need you. I don't told you this before. So we haven't like been able to go out, have a lunch, or even have a phone conversation, or you even follow me on one of my social media platforms just to click the love or like button. I'm telling you, I still need you. And I want to be able to be there for you. So, I want you to listen to this information. And I can't wait to hear your thoughts. But I hope it brings awareness to you to what's happening. Because life is going to be very busy for us. But we still better take a, take pay attention and take notice to the stage that's being set before us. Here we go. All right, you guys, signing out, Miss Red. I want to read something to you guys, and I want to make a make a comment about just where we're at right now. In light of some news that has come out even uh, this day. First of all, I'm reading from Ecclesiastes chapter 3. And so he says, to everything there is a season. A time for every purpose under heaven. A time to be born and a time to die. A time to plant and a time to pluck what is planted. A time to kill and a time to heal. A time to break down and a time to build up. A time to weep and a time to laugh. A time to mourn and a time to dance. A time to cast away stones and a time to gather stones. A time to embrace and a time to refrain from embracing. A time to gain and a time to lose. A time to keep and a time to throw away. A time to fear. Or no, wait. To tear and a time to sow. A time to keep silent and a time to speak. A time to love and a time to hate. Don't get upset. It's a, it means to hate what's bad, mean, ugly. A time of war and a time of peace. Just before the colonial war began... Um, Pastor Peter Gabriel Muhlenberg had already prearranged the service and how it would go. He went before his congregation that was uh, just under a thousand people. I mean, that's a mega church in 1775. 
That's a mega church, man. And um, he gave a sermon. By the way, he would give his sermon in English and then he'd go across town and deliver his sermon in German in, an, in another church. Pastor two churches in two different languages at the same time. But at this particular moment in time, uh, Pastor Muhlenberg read this portion of scripture and he was wearing his black robe. He had his traditional black robe on and he grabbed it and he ripped it open and it revealed his colonel's uh, uniform. And he made the announcement that it's time for war. And 300 men is reported kissed their wives and children in the church and stood up and walked out of the church and met Pastor Muhlenberg in the yard where they took up arms to defend their freedom. Amen. And the rest is actually history because you would know that to eventually come or become the shot heard around the world. And I say that to say this, that just a few weeks ago, I interrupted the book of Romans because as I looked around at the world news, it was clear to me that things are just going so fast in the end time scenario of life changing events, just in the area of economics for one thing. And most people, and I get it, most of us are too busy to care. I understand that. We're just trying to put food on our table, so to speak, right? I get that. But the noise level has reached a point of the United States in the state of, according to Michelle Bachman, maybe some of you heard her on Dr. Dobson's broadcast, but Congresswoman Michelle Bachman told us today about how the United States, there's a plan for the U.S. to basically uh, surrender uh, on, what's the date? Is it the 11th? That the Biden administration has approved the moving ahead of surrendering our national sovereignty to the World Health Organization, which becomes the governing body of how every individual on earth uh, will conduct themselves based upon their decision-making regarding your health and your future. And they tried it last year and Botswana was the only nation that kept it from happening. It needs a United Nations uh, uh, unanimous vote or the, all the members of the UN, the member nations, not all the nations, the member, the leaders have to agree. And um, Botswana was the fly in the ointment. They saved the world last year. Uh, but it looks like, unless there's a miracle, the constitution will be brought under the World Health Organization's decision-making process uh, in Europe. And my question to all of you is, uh, who have you heard that from? Where's, where is uh, our elected representatives? Where is our, uh, where's Kevin McCarthy? 
And um, where is Michelle Steele and Young Kim and Mike Garcia? Where are they on this? Now, when you get a hold of them, they're going to say something like, well, you don't understand the, the actual, what's it called? It's uh, something 79. Is it, is it HR 79? I may be off on that. But um, I don't know about you guys. Maybe, uh, apparently, um, our, our nation is at a point where they don't think anybody cares um, to say anything about it. So they're not even informing you. Or it also means, perhaps, that they're going to do it no matter what you say. And so you will no longer uh, have the freedom to decide whatever on whatever when it comes to this is, an, this is an international health crisis. Do you realize what, if you declare an international health crisis, what that could possibly open you up to doing to people in the whole world? This will be, if, if it happens, it will be the most epic change in global governance probably since the day of the Tower of Babel. Think about it. Think this through. That the entire world will come under the jurisdiction of a global entity that's based in Europe, but is literally owned by the Chinese government. You put that together, where America no longer has a voice. Where Anthony Fauci said, there will most likely be another pandemic in the middle of 2024. Now, if you go search that, he said that three weeks ago. When you see things like this now, you better take a screenshot because it evaporates really quick. Thank God some people have this on video and they've got that. And uh, this is one of those things. Can you tell I'm trying to get thrown off of YouTube right now just <laughs> by what we're doing? Let's just watch and see how long it takes those goons to jump into the trap I'm setting. So, you know, just set your timer. I've already mentioned Fauci. I've already mentioned COVID. The algorithm's going nuts already on us. Who? I did mention who. Isn't it funny? When you say who, it's like, we're going to fall under the control of who. Doesn't, I'm sorry, but doesn't it remind you of Get Smart? Some of you don't know Get Smart. You should watch some vintage Get Smart. So this week, on Tuesday, the United States has reached an all-time low in its National Emergency Oil Reserves. The National Emergency Oil Reserves was a plan that our government invented in the 40s to, very clever, it was a plan to store so much oil in the United States that when the nations of the world, A, ran out of oil, they would have to buy it from us. Brilliant plan. It's like saving up for a rainy day. It's very Jacob-like in the Bible. 
Or if somebody cut us off from oil, we would have our own. We, in other words, we, were, we would be independent. And we are no longer now independent. That has been, that has been. Have you noticed the gas prices have gone down over the last four weeks? Anybody? They've gone down. You remember where they were? They've gone down about 50 cents, I think. Do you know how they came down? Yes. They pulled it out of the oil reserves to make you, to get you to think, look, things are good. The oil's going down. Price of gas is going down. You guys, you have no idea how much we paid so that you saved an extra seven or 25 bucks at the pump. See, what's going on? God knows what's going on. I don't know what's going on, but I do know it's global. And I want to show you two slides. One first. Um, are you looking at this? By the way, this is Klaus Schwab's assistant. Yuval Noah Harari warns AI can create religious text, may inspire new cults. I want you to think about this for a moment. Have you, have any of you, I know the young people have, I'm sure. Have any of you seen, have any of you watched when guys like Ben Shapiro or others, um, um, oh, I'm trying to remember who it is. Elon Musk. When they asked AI to write a symphony, have you seen it? Have you watched it? Have you seen like when, when Shapiro asked for a poem, he asked AI to write a poem. Uh, and we're talking about fantastic work, brilliantly done in seven seconds. AI can do it this fast. So, A guy, I won't say his name, a guy that I know that works in Hollywood. Do you know that the screenwriters in Hollywood are starting to panic right now? Did you know, you know what they're talking about right now? The screenwriters in Hollywood, they're panicking because word got out that we may not need another screenwriter again, because all you need to say is I want a super sci-fi thing with these things in it. I want a movie with a script like that, like, like this, do it. And it, and it will do it in seconds. What I'm telling you is not make-believe, but I found it fascinating that of all people on the planet, Klaus Schwab's assistant, that's another thing that's going to cause the algorithm to go nuts. Klaus Schwab's assistant, who is an unbelieving atheist Jew. I find that interesting. Introduces uh, the world to the possibility of a religious text being created that could create a new cult. Well, how about the next slide? Could chat GPT create a new religion? World is on the verge of a contemporary faith started by an AI 
writing its own sacred text, historian claims. You're going to laugh at this, but I'm going to tell you what's going to not be funny. If a religious text came out of a box or your computer, the chances of you taking it seriously is probably pretty slim. But if that AI device is an, a, a, a humanoid looking individual, in other words, it's AI, but it looks like a human, and it speaks and it says and it delivers a new religious text, you might say, well, that's ridiculous, Jack. Who would follow a religion from a machine? <laughs> Read that somewhere. The Bible says that the Antichrist And the beast is going to have power to give breath and life to an image, something man-made, that is going to be able to speak and to discern, to look, to decide who's got 666 and who doesn't. It's going to be the third party of the unholy trinity. It's Satan, the Antichrist, right? And the beast is the false prophet. The false prophet, there's going to be an image, a statue made in honor of the Antichrist. And that machine, that, that statue is going to be animated. And so what's amazing is that if Paul, the apostle warned the Corinthians who were just radically new age crazies, when he came, when he arrived there in Greece, I mean, they'd worship anything. They would. Okay, you guys, I want to stop you there. I know it is good. It is real good. And before I continue, I want to give you um, where you can continue to go listen to this real life with Jake, Jack Hibbs on YouTube. But listen to me. I started out telling you how busy my life was. And even when you was listening to that, you were probably like, whoa, that's a lot. But let me tell you something. I have made it intentional that I do pause and I still talk to God. I do pause and I still go back to what I need to be doing. God, am I getting ahead of myself? Am I on the right track? Continue to talk to your father. And remember, I told you I need you. We need each other. You guys. Life is lifing. That will not stop. But we better not stop looking to what's true and needing one another so that we can have these conversations. It's happening. Signing out, Miss Red.